previously on Live at 605. <laughs> I'm joking. I just wanted to see your reaction. Can you take that out of the podcast? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just joking. So, you guys just missed a doozy. Right? I'm going to slap this kid. John Mallon. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season five of Live at 605. You didn't do previously on. Oh, I thought that was only... I like the previously ons. Uh, we might have previously on. That would require a lot more editing from my side. Previously on. Previously on, Live at 605. Welcome back from previously <laughs> on, Live at 605. We'll see if I, add, I do or do not edit that. We'll see. That's my favorite part of any show. Previously on? Yeah. But then I got to go back and listen to the, the podcast and find some good parts. Whoa. What, do, what should the previously on be? Mm, we should say the part with the bird shitting in New York. So can I just take this and be like, so we were in New York and a bird shit on your no! shoe. Whoa. No. Too much chaos. This is one of the craziest starts to any episode of Live at 605. Rivals only that of the party podcast craziness start. But Definite. We're back with episode two of season five of Live at 605. Good to be back. Definitely. Definitely good to be back. You Now, I'm a little upset. You referred to yourself moments ago off air as just a guest. I am a guest. I think you're not. You. How many times have you been told, been called a full-fledged member of this podcast <laughs> by you no me my pops you try to put me to work just now <laughs> work i tried to i was gonna show you how to plug in the the, no, the microphone and, and all i this quote stuff. um hello it's not my first time to a computer with a usb <laughs> you're like can you just go plug in all the mics all of the mics. There's one <laughs> mic that I'm swinging back and forth Anyways, from. Anyways, until I make money on your PayPal account. Listen, or... until anyone makes more money on my <laughs> PayPal account. Slash, until my picture ends up on that album artwork, I am not working prior to sitting in this chair. Well, here's the funny thing is you're the graphics artist of Live at 605, so... Mm-hmm. I don't see you volunteering to take pictures of me. I just said that two minutes ago off air again. Well, I saw point the camera in your direction. <laughs> but not click. No. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Very anyway. sassy. I think we're both, I realize we haven't eaten anything since breakfast and it's like 7.30. No. And we've been out in the sun and you're, you're doing laundry. You just had a whole bitch please oh. moment. So It was like it was meant to be right now to record the podcast too. Exactly. So let's get right into the sponsorship first. Do you want to get straight into what happened with you? Yeah, what's this episode about? This is about the past two weeks. Oh, okay. The, uh, there's there's karaoke, hip-hop karaoke, there's L.A. Some, Friends, there's mm-hmm. the big violin recital. Wow. There is, uh, we made new fr- podcast friends I'm going to talk about for a minute. Totally. And uh, whatever else happens, you're going to do laundry, get <laughs> that. We're going to order Swish L.A. at some point. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so let's get right into this week's sponsorship. Even though I had... What well, was your... Okay, why don't we both do a sponsor? Because I feel like you had one. Yeah, I got a couple here. And it was just, you know... Okay, whatever. You do yours first because it's fresh on the mind. Okay, so sponsor... Wait. Oh, yeah, sorry. You were doing it right. The sponsor of Live at 605 for Season 5 is Bitch Please. Bitch Please. You want to sponsor this? Yeah, dog. I said Bitch 
please. So. Isn't Bitch Please just the segment, but that's not the actual sponsor? Oh, yeah. Oops. Bitch um, Please is the response uh, to the sponsorship. Yes. Okay, let's do it again. I'm going to leave that all in. Aw, man. Okay, so. <laughs> Unless you want to edit it out. And, and no, get, no, no, no. If you want to get your picture on the front cover, you can do all the previously on. No. Okay. Okay, fine. So, either way. So, I'm. we just came home from a voyage to Scarborough. And we may or may not tell you why I was in Scarborough, possibly. Okay. <laughs> that I, was very vague, but. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is that interesting, though. But either way, we were driving around in Scarborough, and I was like, oh, this week has been crazy busy, but fun crazy busy. So much has happened. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank God the weather got better because I was able to wear everything I own, essentially, over the past three weeks. And we got back. It's about 6 o'clock. I'm like, frig, I need to do laundry. So I go downstairs, and I'm always, I don't know if you have this problem, but our laundry has about like 10 machines, yeah, 10. washing machines. Yeah. And for whatever reason, there's always one dick rod who uses... Was that was that dick rod or dick wad? Dick rod. Okay. <laughs> one dick, I'm bringing that to life. Dick, dick rod. rod. I like that. Use it in your travels. Um, How what? would you use that in a sentence? Oh, I guess you just I just did. did. <laughs> Damn, boy, you being such a dick rod. Oh. <laughs> so either way, so one dude on the other side is using like six machines... Okay, this chick comes in with like her hipster blanket worth of like all of her content. So that's another two machines. And then I have, oh, sorry, there's clearly an odd number of machines. So there's maybe like 12 machines or something. Um, And I end up using two machines for um, my stuff. So blacks and whites kind of thing. Then there's one empty machine beside me. Okay. Yeah. So I put all my stuff in. I come up here. It's a 32-minute cycle. Go back downstairs. I am possibly five minutes late, okay? Mm-hmm. I have never been late before. Like, okay. I'm not one of those idiots who leaves their shit in the washing machine for hours. Remember that one day we went down and it was in there for hours? Yeah. Uh, so those of you who remember Danimal from Big Rec Podcast and Boys Town Brew Podcast, I remember one time when he was living with Sean Puff Batty of Boys Town Brew fame, and he left his clothes in the laundry is either in the washer or dryer overnight. See, that shit's fucked up. Okay. And I can say he did it and he's not listening to okay. this anyway. So. so either way, I went downstairs and I'm like, oh, bitch, please. Did some scunt bag take out all my whites and put them on top of a dusty machine? I was like, fuck that. I was so angry just because she wanted to use the one empty machine and then the one beside it. I'm like, you are a fucking dick rod as well. Yeah. So either way. I am like mortified. So I throw all my shit into the dryer and then and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go upstairs and like I'm very much one who can put everything into one dryer. I'm not the person who puts like one garment per dryer, right? Because that is a waste of energy and I like living. So I literally go upstairs. I start hang drying all of my like blouses and like t-shirts that I don't want the colors to fade or anything. And I'm like, where is my white... I feel like we always talk about white t-shirts now. And yeah. I went on, previously on, live at 6.05, a gap rant about white t-shirts. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. So one of my favorite white t-shirts with, like, um, jewels on the sleeves was missing. And I'm like, it's not in the dryer. And I'm like, what the shit? So I, like, go back downstairs, and I'm like, fuck this. So I open, you can emergency stop. How, how do you emergency stop? <laughs> Just so I know, because the way I emergency stop is I have to crawl behind and unplug it. Oh, no. If you, like, press... 
both the start and it's like a cycle thing and you push in the um, door handle there's like a hinge okay you can like open it and like just stop it your hands wow. will get pretty wet right? So, right? But either way my t-shirt bitch please was trying to either steal my t-shirt or didn't realize it which put all my shit up on a dirty dusty washing machine so i was like fuck this i'm gonna stop your machine now <laughs> right and then i am winning so, did you start your machine back up no no yeah and you still have to go down and get your... Yep, so I'm going to outweigh it. And the best part is there's seven machines going, and I've already taken out half of my shit, so she can't possibly know which machine I am in. So this is what you call first world problems and laundry wars. Well, I'm excited to see how the rest of this podcast goes. When are you going back downstairs? <laughs> about five minutes. So we'll see if uh, laundry war continues if she trap. What happens if I have to get into a fight downstairs? What happens if it's Cat Lady or Matt? Oh, if it's Matt, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> I really hope it is him. Uh, I hope it's if it's Cat Lady now, she'd be down there for so long. Mm-hmm. You know who I had a run-in with yesterday, speaking of, uh, or on Friday, speaking of laundry? I had my own little run. This isn't going to be my sponsor. If we get okay. to my sponsor, look, folks, we're trying to keep these podcasts to about an hour or so, but the way this is going, it's going to go to like three hours. <laughs> I can already tell. I had a run-in with Jungle Beats Friday. Whoa. If you guys don't remember Jungle Beats, previously on Live at 605, He's a guy that before we moved in together in the same building, he lived next door to me and him and his girlfriend used to fight through the walls and he'd be like, why do you hate me? I do your taxes for you. What do you mean I'm not a man? Because I can't order dinner? I am a man. I do your taxes. And he used to listen. He listened to like crazy like music and then one day at like two in the morning I went over and back banged on the door telling him to shut the fuck up. And he wouldn't answer the door and his girlfriend's like, <laughs> so I call him Jungle Beats, and he looks exactly like Jason Spezza. Uh-huh. And he's a stupid head because we live. He lives on the second floor, and uh, dickhead over here, Dick Rod, <laughs> takes the elevator down one floor. What a dumbass! That's and, super Dick Roddy. Anyways, I was doing laundry Friday. I was doing all of our bed sheets and mm-hmm. towels. So I didn't. Okay, this is weird because we both have our own laundry bags. Yeah. I didn't feel like taking all my dirty clothes out of my laundry bag to put all of our, like, blankets and sheets in there. Mm-hmm. So I went, and it was kind of ghetto. I got, like, an extra large garbage bag. Yeah. And I put all of our, all of our Why clothes Why don't you in. take my, gar- my thing? Because you got all your clothes in there. No, mine's always empty. I only put in, my stuff in on laundry day. I learned something new every day. <laughs> I lived with you for the last three years, and this is the first time I'm hearing about <laughs> yeah. it. Either way, I went down the big garbage bag, and it's kind of embarrassing because it's like, oh, there's people in there. Yeah, I'm surprised those garbage bags can hold it because they're not the most durable. Oh, no. These are like heavy-duty ones. Okay. And maybe one day I'll tell everyone why we bought heavy-duty garbage bags, but not just yet. To try and hold Benjamin in one? See if he can lift him? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't want him to suffocate. No. Oh. (laughs) Now I'm a bad aunt. Don't trust me with your kids. (laughs) She's going... Uh, it was kind of embarrassing because there was a bunch of people down there. I had my big ass garbage bag, but mm-hmm. then when I was walking up the stairs with all the blankets and shit, it was extra big because it was a lot of clothes. I'm walking up the first because I, I walk up the stairs even when, when I'm doing laundry to floor six, mm-hmm. and I'm walking up the stairs. And as I get to floor two, mm-hmm. Jungle Beach with like some bro he's with like slammed the door, like ran through and opened the door. Okay, and he just narrowly missed like smacking my head. What? And he's like, oh, sorry, bro. And I didn't say that, but he's just like, oh, sorry, man, sorry, man, sorry, man. I'm like, you don't remember who I am, but I remember you, Jason Spezza. (laughs) Oh, no. No, I was just like, oh, it's okay. And I just kept walking. So I don't know how I got onto that. That that is your bitch please moment. Technically, yeah, but. 
I had another laundry. laundry. So is there anything else you want to say on that? Or I guess we'll wait and see what happens. No. I'm actually scared now to go back down. Are you? Yeah. Why are you scared? Because what if it's a big person, they're going to beat me up. Well, didn't you see what their clothes look like? Yeah. girl clothes? They seem like girl clothes, but they might be just hipster androgynous clothes. Yeah, if it's a hipster dude, you can beat them up. Yeah, let's make them cry. Okay, well, <laughs> go down at 733? Yeah. Okay. My Bitch Please sponsorship. Bitch Please, you want to sponsor this? Yeah, dog. I said Bitch Please. This week is actually the Bathurst Bridge. Oh, ew, it smells like pigs. It does, because that's where they have... That was my old house was there. <laughs> where where the pigs were? Yeah, right in front of it. Ugh. Ooh, we have to watch Hannibal later. Yes. I don't want to give any spoilers away, but there was pigs in the last episode. Ooh. So the Bathurst Bridge, let's just say anyone in Toronto, Bathurst and Fort York, that area, mm-hmm. anyone in Toronto will get that reference. I feel like there's just all crazy people there nowadays. <laughs> Because I had two run-ins in the past two weeks with people on the Bathurst Bridge. After, like, trolls live under the bridge there. Yeah, one time Dan, who uh, was going to work, and he was going to work early. This is, like, 5 in the morning, and he's walking over to the Bathurst Bridge. Mm-hmm. And this hobo popped out of nowhere. He's like, hey, man, you want to come down, like, party under the bridge with us? <laughs> and Dan's wearing, like, a suit going into work. He's like, uh, I have to go to work. He's like, oh, no, come on down. We're partying under the bridge. <laughs> oh, my God. So there's, like, a bunch I'd of... I'd be terrified. So wait, why is Dan walking to work at 5 a.m., but Dan takes a freaking cab at 9 a.m.? I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> this is this is like this is also like five years. This may be like before I even knew you okay. when he was doing this. This was a long time ago. Okay. Before we were all making the big bucks, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm walking up Bathurst. I was going to lunch the other day. It was a couple weeks ago, and I'm walking up Bathurst. And there's this, like, blonde chick walking in front of me, kind of, you know, ditzy airhead-looking chick. She's, like, okay. bouncing back and forth, walking up the, okay. the street. She's, like, a good 10 feet in front of me. And then there's kind of two gangster-looking, not necessarily gangster-looking oh, guys, yeah. but kind of two hobo, at, two sketchy guys. Let's just say that. Yeah. They look sketchy, and they, well, they did and they did They just didn't, I don't know, whatever. Okay. So they walked up, and they asked the woman in front of me, they were asking her something, and she immediately just, like, shook her head and, like, ran away. Okay. I was like, oh, that's weird. And then the guys came up to me, and like, oh, excuse me, they're like, uh, do you know where 63 Bathurst is? Like, they were just looking yeah. for directions. So the chick was like, ah, I don't want to help you, you, like, gross men of... Color? Yes. <laughs> I can say that. You can say that. I could probably say it too because I helped them. Okay. Maybe. And so they're like, we're 63 Bathurst. And we're like on the middle of a bridge. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, so I don't quite know because I didn't have my, I, maybe I had my phone, but I didn't want to whip that out. And then yeah. it's just like, oh, I don't, there's no, I can't tell right now. Yeah. So they're like, oh, is it down this way? And they pointed like down south right. towards the water. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the guy's like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much, oh, man. No. Thank you. And he ends up like shaking my hand and I shake his hand. Which is so crazy because you don't like like shaking anyone's hand. Well, I don't mind shaking like, someone's hand if I know them. But I'm like, I don't want to, sh- like that, this is where it comes in. Like it's jam like, hands. Yeah, I'm like, this guy who could have been like a hobo or like some weirdo hand guy shook my hand. Mm-hmm. But it kind of evened out because I gave them the wrong directions. Because when Aww. I kept walking up, I realized they were going the wrong way. That sucks. So it's kind of like, you know, lose-lose for both of mm-hmm. us. But then the other one, quickly, when I was walking up Bathurst last week, there was this crazy chick walking towards me. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be hard to do this on a podcast. But she was walking down the street, and she kept doing, like, every five se- Like, everyone she walked past, she kept going like this. Oh, like flipping her hair? She's, like, flipping like, her hair. Like as if she was in a shampoo commercial. Exactly. But she looked like... 
a hobo lady. So it's just like she kept like flipping her hair and like staring me dead in the eyes, like flipping her hair like all Ew. angrily. So I was like, when did Bathurst turn into like such crazy? I think it's always been that nuts. Yeah, I think you're probably right. But this is just, those ones just kind of stood out as funny bitch please moments, I guess. Just on that note, remember how you said about taking out your phone like you didn't want to jack out your phone? Yeah. Remember when the crazy night previously last week when you were in McDonald's? Yeah. And it was like, okay, legit, we had two options for McDonald's. I don't even know where we were coming home from. We were coming home. It was late. It was like midnight. Where the fuck were we coming home from? What did we do last weekend? Oh my God. I don't even know. Doesn't matter. It we was like. We went somewhere. Yeah. And we came home at like 12.31. And we it were... was someone's birthday, wasn't it? Now this is going to bug me. I have no idea where we were at. Okay. But we somehow came back on the subway. And then we were like, oh, we're so... The ROM. Oh, yeah, the ROM party. For Miranda's birthday. Miranda's fan birthday. Fan favorite. Fan favorite. We went to Miranda's birthday at the ROM because it was Friday... Not Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Something like that. Where they open up the ROM for... Um, like 15 bucks and you can go like have it go um check out all the exhibits and like there's like food trucks and like a dance party and like uh maestro fresh west was there yeah right and uh, buck 65 like <laughs> it and weird on the road that's which song. is like 10 times weirder like 10 years later um but either way we we're coming back on the subway and we we're like oh fuck we're so hungry right and we went to what we thought was the safer choices of mcdonald's at one in the morning and for whatever reason, they're like, oh, the systems are down. You're going to have to wait 10 minutes. And when we say, like, the McDonald's is safer, it's, like, marginally safer. There's still, like... Two less hobos. Two less hobos, but in a chance you still might get mugged or jumped. Yeah. So then we're like, fuck it. Let's just walk down to the next block, the Young College one. Yeah. Because then that one's bigger, and it usually... It's, like, trading speed for chaos yeah. kind of thing. So we get in there... There is, like, a dude fully passed out <laughs> underneath a table with, like, yeah. three freaking frat kids trying to help him. A security a guard. A security guard. People are, like, freaking taking vines and stuff. <laughs> We're just trying to line up and get our damn thing. So we get up to the cash register. <laughs> And the woman's like, oh, the system's down. And we're like, fuck me. <laughs> right? yeah. I just, just want a bloody cheeseburger. <laughs> and so we're like waiting for like this, all this crap to come down. And like a buttload of people like come pool in there. And it's like chaos. They're yeah, like, tr- like more security guards are trying to get this guy off the ground. They're now like dragging him by the arms. <laughs> yeah, and they like, dragged him out by the They end. dragged him out by the arms and his like pants are falling off. Right? It's a good reason not to do heroin. Yeah, no, legitimately. And, like, the frat kids, they were just trying to help. Like, bless their hearts. They were just like, do you want us to get him some water? Yeah. And then they ended up propping up the dude outside the window of the McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. As if he was, like, the host <laughs> greeter for McDonald's. And then they called the fire department for him. Yeah, it was weird. But then this other dude came in, and he was, like, probably in university or college as well. Yeah. And it was, like, pretty packed. And he's just, like, jo- like kind of talking to us yeah. about the situation. He's like, oh, crazy. Crazy stuff. Why that's so rude that they left him outside and everything. But then he asked to use our phone. Yeah. And I thought that that was a little bit weird at one in the morning. He's like, yeah. oh, I just have to call someone. Yeah. And I was like. It's like, I'm sure your drug dealer's still up. Don't worry. Yeah. I'll see him and I was soon. just like, ah, uh, no. It's yeah. weird. I don't know when strangers ask you to use a phone. I think it's. Especially, yeah, it's In the weird. middle of the middle night, of night in like a McDonald's. Yeah, it's just like, like, no, I don't really want you using it. It's like, I also don't want your jam hands getting on our phones. And No. How do you know if I get free weekends and evenings? Like, maybe I don't. Maybe that. And is it a local call? Is it a long right. distance Right, and call? I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, my phone just died. But I'm like, maybe you can ask 
McDonald's people if they have like a phone you can use. Yeah. So I tried to be like spin it in a proactive way. Mm-hmm. But then the girl behind us was far better of a good Samaritan and she yeah. actually let the dude use her phone. I think she's looking to get it in with that guy though. What? Gross. <laughs> okay. Next, we haven't spoken about anything we've wanted to. No. Yet. Okay. I think you need to go d- grab your laundry Ooh, now. I'm so nervous. Let's wish you luck. <laughs> that was not about anything. Okay, so in the meantime, as Val does her laundry, and we'll wish her luck that she doesn't get uh, into a big fight down there or beaten up or anything, this is a good time to let you guys all know how to get in contact with me and the podcast and Val and everything. So, as always, you guys already know, Facebook... Ooh, I burped as that one came out. Sorry, I'm drinking orange juice right now. Facebook.com slash live at 605, and from there, pictures, videos, songs... Uh, anything we talk about, we'll post on there. You can also follow us follow us both on Twitter. So I'm at Malencamp on the uh, Twitter account, and Val is ValGomez23, and that's Gomez with a Z. And from there, you can follow us both on Instagram and Vine. We're both under Val Gomez, John Malin, or Malencamp, whatever you'll find us on there. And, uh, of course, www.liveat605.podomatic.com and hit the PayPal button. Help support the podcast, and we'll uh, keep on doing this thing. This is Season 5, Episode 50, which is really crazy, really, really crazy. And I just want to thank everybody. Oh, I think Val's coming back in. Let's see if she actually has some laundry with her. How'd it go? Luckily, there was no run-ins. No run-ins, she says. Okay, you got all your clothes all right? I did. She did get her clothes, okay. I did peek in before I walked in. Did she peek? <laughs> You peeked in before you walked. That's okay. I, when I was doing my laundry the other day, I peeked in because I had my big garbage bag and I wanted to make sure no one was in there. But <laughs> I'm all talk. You're Clearly, a... I can't bring the muscle when I need to. No muscle. That's okay. Well, we'll let her just throw her stuff in the other room. And uh, before we keep going, I just want to give a shout out to some new friends of the podcast. Another great podcast you guys should go out and check out on iTunes. It's called Amish Baby Machine. And it's a, it's a great podcast uh, by a couple of really fun, cool dudes. Check out that podcast on iTunes, Amish Baby Machine. They're good friends of the show, so uh, check them out. What's that? Oh, you know, life and silliness and all that goes on. And as we uh, wait for Val to come back in here, I just want to thank everybody for the first week of downloads of the uh, Season 5 podcast. You guys put me in the top 20 comedy podcasts on Podomatic, which is very impressive since we were off for about a month, and I was way down the scale for a bit, and then we came back. And it's also crazy, the first year, we did three and a yeah three full podcasts in one year, got to 10,000 downloads, and I was checking out some stats, and so far this year, with one uh, season four and one episode of season five, we're already over 5,000 downloads, so... Yeah, we're uh, over 15,000 downloads, but we're already at 5,000 downloads for one whole season and one episode. So thanks to everyone who's downloaded and told everybody. And uh, definitely, again, shout out to everyone in Ottawa, Boston, Toronto, Winnipeg for sure. Uh, San Jose is always crazy. And Green Bay, uh, just to name a few places. Those guys always go crazy. So thanks for all the downloads. We really appreciate that. Yeah, do you want to? If, even if you just want to lay some of them down, it doesn't matter as long as they're not going too crazy. How, so you're okay? Your I'm laundry's okay. done for the two weeks? You got all your clothes, you think? I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> uh, let's see. I have a bunch of things written down here. Uh, so let's 
go back a couple weeks, and I don't know if we teased in the first episode, but I did hip-hop karaoke a couple weeks ago. Nothing new or exciting about that, as I've done a bunch. Mm -hmm. But I was joined on stage for the first time ever. But wait. Yeah, oh yeah, no, I just wanted to tease people oh, that. Oh, okay. And who, do you th who joined me on stage for the first time ever? Ooh, some might say it's the guest star. The guest star. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but before we get into that, do you mm -hmm. want to talk about that whole weekend and what happened? We that, had a friend come down to visit. That weekend was super cool and just like really spontaneous. It was actually Easter weekend, right? Yes. Um, so, oh my God. So it was actually really crazy because two of our friends from the West Coast, both Canada and the U.S. West Coast, were down that weekend. Oh yeah, I forgot. And so, you know... John does, actually has no idea what faith he is, but I'm a Catholic, and so even though um, it is big for my family to go away, or wow, go away. Go away, where are you going? <laughs> right? Well, I didn't go anywhere. We usually get together and do stuff on the holidays and go to church and everything. My parents were in England, and they were visiting my other family over there in Essex. My brother Brandon went to Muskoka. My brother Carl took us in on Easter Sunday, but it was actually really great because we were just like, none of our friends are really big, passionate Catholics. So yeah. we were like, okay, let's have a party on Good Friday um, because our friend and dear good pal of the podcast, Ferris, was coming yeah. back from L.A. And our other dear friend, Lillian, from Wedding France 2014, <laughs> fame is coming down as well from Vancouver. Yeah, so it was a fun couple days. We Was it on the Thursday where you decided to have like a dinner party yeah, here? Yeah, I knew we were going to party pretty hard on the Friday. And if Ferris was only down for like a short amount of time, I definitely wanted to make sure that we had some like real conversation time. So I was like, um, her and I always love hosting dinner parties. And even if we hosted them at our place together. It was like something where we both love being in the kitchen. We both like setting the table and doing the menu and everything. So I put out the invite for like eight of our closest friends and some new friends of the family, yeah. I guess. And we did a whole sit down dinner uh, for the eight of us. Went through 10 bottles of wine yeah. in the course of three hours. It was crazy, uh, 10 bottles of wine. It's funny, it was, yeah, a bunch of friends. It was, so it was, like, you, me, Sean, and, like, seven girls. No. Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah, okay, so it was me, John, Sean, Ferris, Maddie, Cheyenne, <laughs> uh, Maddie's new roommate, Becca, who's lovely, and our other new friend, Christina. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. So we felt, we were making this joke to Sean that I sit next to him at the dinner table, like, oh, we somehow... Got into a girls' dinner, which maybe inspired him to do his own <laughs> oh, girls' dinner. Oh, that is why he did his own girly dinner. So it was quite fun, I will say that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I was trying to do a vine because at one point, all I, I couldn't hear anything. It was just like eight girls going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was so great because all of us hadn't seen each other in a while. Not really. Okay, the rest of us had. But we were just like, oh my god, just so excited. And we knew we wanted to do the sit-down dinner before those guys went to, like, the Cougar Bar 2 Cats. Yeah. And we all had to work the next... Only you and I actually yeah. had to work the next day. So I was like, okay, let's hang out. They were initially going to leave at, like, 10. But they ended up leaving closer to 11, yeah. um, which was really nice. And so, yeah, it was just, like, such a great time catching up with them. It felt like nothing had changed. Like, Ferris hadn't been gone for so long. Yeah. 
Um, because it had been like four months by then. Yeah, feels like it. Mm -hmm. What'd you end up making for everybody? It was delicious. Ooh, by the way. so I actually praised my dad for this. Um, I although I've pimped up his recipe since. I made like what is it like four pounds worth of fresh mussels yeah. for everybody in like a red um, marinara spicy Italian sauce, and then got the perfect Italian crusty bread to soak up all that greatness, and then I did chicken no i did pork chops pork chops which are really good nice. fantastic salad salad i don't know oh some, pasta spinach pasta yeah, some really good bread yeah so that was good yeah. um i think we just did it was like really nice to just hang out and like i love entertaining like that as much as i appreciate a great house party i love doing dinner parties as well that are perfectly like that like the conversation doesn't stop the drinks keep flowing P.S. If I was ever on an episode of Come Dine With Me Canada, <laughs> I would kill it. Yeah. Right? What's that show for those people who don't know what it's about? Oh, Come Dine With... Actually, it was a British series, I think, to start. So Come Dine With Me Canada is actually on the W Network here. And it's a series where four strangers, or six strangers or something like that, come together and have to cook and host dinner parties per each other each stranger. Night. And you end up having to get graded on, like, your experience, the menu, and, like, the hospitality or something. I'm just saying. I'm, like, nobody ever leaves my house not fed. Or drunk. Or drunk. Or not, not drunk. Yeah. And then they definitely learn to play, like, a bajillion instruments and just leave on a good note. So I would kill it. And mm. then I'd win $1,000. Oh, maybe Which is amazing. And it's a great show because there's like a really sassy VO artist who like comments on it. That'd be really funny. That's yeah, a really good show. Actually, I wouldn't mind writing for that show. It'd be <laughs> really funny. So that was that night, and then we finally got some sleep after we kicked everybody yeah. out. And then Friday was the big hip hop karaoke Woo! day, which, which was, was amazing because then it was bringing again like the high school friends together. Um, some friends who had actually never witnessed hip-hop karaoke before, Lil had never seen. Oh, right, right. right. One uh, before, so that was really awesome. Sean hasn't come out with us forever to them. Yeah. So that was really cool. So we started, there was a pre-party at Cheyenne's place, right? <laughs> yeah. That's why I like some of our friends, because they know that, I, I think it's easy, easy to say that I'm probably the most popular out of all of our group of friends. Wow, as I'm sitting right beside well, you. <laughs> when we got there, how many boxes of Little Caesars pizza was there? That, okay, we've already mm. determined that Cheyenne and you are BFFs and <laughs> always true. goes to try and buy your love through Little Caesars pizzas. I, yeah, I just saw she was going to Vancouver or something, yeah. so I wrote on her status, I said, uh, I googled subway restaurants and I was like, oh, go to this subway at so-and-so street. Tell them John sent you. They'll make a good roast beef sandwich. <laughs> I've never been to Vancouver, but everyone knows I also like subway quite a bit. Okay. So I must say this too. It's Sunday night. The only reason why I'm excited to go in tomorrow on a Monday is because I'm really pumped for a subway sub. That's disgusting. Oh, I'm I'm thrilled for it. As okay. You can tell in my voice. Yes. But... So we went there, and there was some Little Caesars pizza, mm -hmm. which I was definitely fucking with all night long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I had a new word I was gonna, I wanted to bring back. Dick rod. Not dick rod. It was like, ah, <laughs> oh, nuts. Now I don't remember. But. Okay. So we went there, and we watched oh, your Montreal Canadiens play a hockey game. Gross. Uh, and just like it was a fun like pre-start to the night. Yeah. Everyone came over. We were drinking. There was Jello shots. A mm -hmm. lot of good music. Good times. Yeah. Uh, I had a couple tricks up my sleeve for this hip hop karaoke as well. You did. So I was texting. We were getting ready to go. I don't know. Was there anything crazy that happened at the pre-party? I don't think so. Really. Uh, not to my knowledge. 
No. Uh, no, it was just a good time. It was a good time. Got drunk, which was fun. Yeah. And so we're in the cab, and we're going to the hip-hop karaoke, and I'm texting DJ Dahlia, a friend who mm-hmm. runs it. I was like, oh, uh, what's, it, what's it like there? And she's mm-hmm. like, usually it's like packed to the ceilings, yeah. crazy people. She's like, oh, no, it's not that busy this weekend because it's Good Friday. So people who haven't actually checked or like listened to the previous podcast, HHK Hip Hop Karaoke is not like your typical karaoke. It is like a full-fledged hip hop concert performed by legit rappers. So think like Eighth Mile without the angst. Is that fair? <laughs> it is, but it's not called Eighth Mile. Oops. It's called Eight Mile. <laughs> Shut Got it. The cracker in you coming up. <laughs> is that like the NWA? The NWA, yeah, the Easy E. <laughs> I'm next episode. I'm gonna have to bring back some some rap games. No, I'm so brutal. Maybe that's why I've got all collegiate on you. Maybe. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get some stuff in a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So we get there, and I always ask to be put on number eight because I like going eight. It's my mm-hmm. favorite number. It gives me time to have a couple drinks, yeah. size up the competition. You know, see who I'm mm-hmm. going up against. And I get there and Dally and I'm signed up number eight, but the funny thing is no one signed up from one till seven. Oh. Uh, so we get there and we meet up a bunch of our friends, like Miranda was there. Yeah, there's like always like twenty of our closest friends are come out. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so I liked it. There's a couple gangsters there. There's one guy wearing a bandana around his face, which made me laugh. So I was I watching. I don't even remember any of this. I think he may have been crip walking as well. So I was like <laughs> eyeballing that guy, so that was fun. Okay. Uh, I made one mistake, which I never, ever do, but you somehow tricked me into it. Mm-hmm. You made me take a shot of tequila. Yum. Right before I went on stage. And one thing, I I very rarely do shots with you because you like doing lots of shots. I like to stick to beer. Yeah. But somehow I got roped in, and I never take tequila shots, but I got <laughs> roped into a tequila shot with yeah, you. And uh, so I did that, and that almost knocked me on my ass. <laughs> But, uh, so, eventually the thing starts, I'm good and drunk, I've mm-hmm. gone over my process of what it takes for me to get on stage, like, I have a whole thing, which mm-hmm. is morphed over the years, it started with me being alone, eating steaks, drinking beers in the shower, yeah. and now I can do it to the point where I can go out and party and <laughs> do whatever. So I get... See, the tolerance gets better with age. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I get on stage, yeah. it's, you know, it's not the busiest, but there's still a decent crowd there, it's just no yeah. one's really signed up to go up, right? No. So on the first one to go up there, I run up. And I am dressed in some nice blue jeans. Skinnies. Nice skinnies, of course. My new shoes with zippers on the side. Yeah. And a flannel button-up shirt. Right. Now, when I get on stage, I undo my buttons. Right. Unbutton my button-up shirt, rip off my shirt, give it to you in the front row. Yeah. And now I am in a uh, Urban Outfitters maroon tank top. Yeah. With, what, nine gold chains nine around gold my chains. neck? I, so I had the spinning gold chain from, yeah. if you remember, a few podcasts ago. Some guys afterwards got excited and were like, it's spinning! Yeah. <laughs> I had the spinning gold chain. I had a gold chain that said disco. Yeah. Then I had like six uh, other gold bead chains. Like Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. So I will post a picture of my uh, hip-hop karaoke outfit. Can I, can I just interject? Yeah. My funniest favorite point about like... How ridiculous sometimes, like, you and I are really busy, but sometimes I'm like, why do we sound like we live in, like, a cartoon? So, like, we went back to my brother Brandon's house, remember that day? And he was like, oh, my God, my washing machine's broken. There was, like, a fire on my barbecue. I'm I'm getting my bathroom renovated. I have to go grocery shopping. And then he's like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, oh, we have to go find gold chains. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We had to go to, like, Party City or something. Party City to find gold gold chains. I was like, these are our priorities. Exactly. Yeah, I like these priorities. That's the both worlds. Get to hang out with Benjamin, and then we get to go buy gold chains, get drunk and do hip-hop karaoke. (laughs) 
so I'm on stage and I come out. I do a classic uh, Little Wayne song, A Millie. Mm-hmm. And so I do that's my song of choice. Uh, although when I was telling people about it, they're all like, oh, I hate this song. I was like, oh, fantastic. I was one of them. I wanted you to do the other one. Which one? Uh, the other, because you were like, because you hadn't practiced like yeah. a new song yet, but it was like one of the previous songs you had done. But I was like, oh, I like this one better. Oh, yeah. Either way, I like doing this song because it's, it's a tough song. It's a four-and-a-half-minute song with no chords. It's like a legitimate rap song. Yeah. Uh, and it's just one of my favorite Lil Wayne songs. So I go into that, kill it, uh, a couple funny things that happened during it. What? I, well, I got into it, and sometimes... Ah, I remember. Okay, hold on. I, this is technically going to be a John's Life tip right now, okay? Kay. So this is John's Life tip. La. La. Yo, this is my life tips. Take your mind on a little trip. As I make your bitch trip, this is John's life tips. Um, sometimes you just gotta do stuff that's only gonna make yourself laugh. <laughs> we all live in a busy world, we're all stressed, we all do yeah. things. Sometimes you just gotta do stuff that'll make yourself laugh, and whether or not it makes anyone else laugh, it doesn't matter. I would like to point out that I listen to everything you rap legitimately, yeah. right, and religiously, and I started laughing when you did this. Exactly, and before we get into what I did, I just yeah. want to remember, I talked about the time where I said I live in like a Michael Bay movie, Yeah. where sometimes I'll stand on a street corner, waiting for a light to go, and I'll move my head in slow motion from one side to the other. You told Miranda that, and she started dying. I told her that. I, call, I told the guys that, and it's just like, I don't care if anyone knows what I'm doing. It's more for me. Come to find out who does this sometimes. Me! You do it. Yeah, because it was just like, I was so excited. I do another thing now where when I see people who are staring me down, and mm-hmm. I'm staring them down, they're usually like really far away. I make a face now where if I know they can't get to me, yeah. like I was uh, walking outside into our apartment once and this guy walking a dog was staring me down like 20 feet down and so I was staring him down because I'm like, some old, not like, wasn't some like punk kid, yeah. like some dude in his 60s or something walking a dog staring me down. Maybe is the watch your dog guy. Maybe. <laughs> it's come to back to bite you in the ass. So when I get inside the apartment where I know he can't see me, I made a face where I don't even know how to describe it. I go like... I, like, squint my eyes at him and, like, jolt my head forward. So, okay, I don't know if any of you guys watched this or this was just me and my brothers. Um, Back when I was living at home after university for a couple months, um, my brother Brandon was there. And he got it from his university days, went into a big different strokes uh, binge-watching marathon. And literally, there's an episode where Arnold, played by Gary Coleman... Um, is talking to Willis, and then Willis is like, look me, and then he's like, mmm, <laughs> like squinting his face, and then Willis is like, no, meaner, and then he's like, mmm, <laughs> and then he's like, no, meaner, and he does what John's face is, which makes me laugh, when you literally like poke out your yeah. like head, um, and like scrunch every part of your face down, which is equally like the, what you talking about, Willis yeah. head's expression is what John is doing, so, so funny. So I do that mainly to make myself laugh. I'm trying to think of other other examples sometimes like i'll just i'll tweet something that i know only i will get or only i think it's funny yeah Same then you always get upset when nobody like retweets your comments yeah well look we i don't even know if we want to talk about this now but we celebrated a five our five-year anniversary yeah you <laughs> no, wrote right. you wrote, we'll tell that story we'll tell that after. Later. Okay. okay 
Hold on. One other thing I do now that makes myself laugh is, you know, when you're walking down the street now that it's summertime almost, yeah. there's all like those street vendors like, oh, do you have a minute to talk about this? Or do you have a minute? And they're like everywhere in the city. Yeah. I do a new thing now where I used to just keep my Beats by Dre headphone on. Just like I would just ignore them. Yeah. Now what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start making a Robert De Niro face and just be like. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Why does Robert De Niro make that face? Have you ever seen a Robert De Niro impression? No. Where it's just like. Fucker. I'm looking at you, fucker. Oh, but he doesn't squint. John no, he does, does squint. John just looked like he sucked a lemon. And like yeah. his eyes weren't even opened. Anyone, who does, anyone who does a Robert De Niro impression makes the... I'm looking at you, fucker. <laughs> this is so weird. Don't you remember the scene in the Neighbors movie where... where what Neighbors? The Seth Rogen movie. Neighbors. When I haven't even seen it yet. No, the promo, the trailer. Okay. James Franco's brother and Zac Efron, they're doing a Robert De Niro party. Yeah. And then Dave Franco's doing the, I'm looking at you, fucker. Oh, I didn't know that. I'll show you after okay. this. I was like, when the fuck did you see Neighbors without me? <laughs> fuck, I just forgot what this whole point. Okay, yeah, anyways. Go back to HHK. Back. Super so, long tangent. So that's John's life tip is do stuff to make you laugh. 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 Tips. Yo, this is my life tips. Take your mind on a little trip. As I make your bitch strip, this is John's life tips. So, and keeping with the Michael Bay theme, yeah. there's a line in the Lil Wayne song that says, Boy, I got so many bitches like I'm Mike Lowry. Yeah. Now, anyone who's, who's a... Mike Lowry? Mike Lowry is Will Smith's character in Bad Boys. Oh, not to be confused with the Lowry who played on the Raptors. Yes, exactly. Or Brett Lowry. <laughs> exactly. And there's the best scene... Actually, to anyone who listened to the Late Night 605 episode... When that old guy was doing impressions. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene in Bad Boys 1 where Martin Lawrence is pretending to be Will Smith's character. Mm-hmm. So he's pretending to be Mike Lowry. And he's at a door. And he's knocking on the door. This chick's like, who are you? He's like, I'm Mike Lowry. <laughs> She's like, who? <laughs> it's Mike Lowry. <laughs> and in the movie, he's like a big pimp. Uh-huh. So that's the that's why it's one of my favorite lines ever. Because it's such like a weird reference. Like, boy, I got so many bitches like a Mike Lowry. Okay. So I didn't plan on doing this. But mm-hmm. I'm on stage. And all of a sudden, I'm like, this will make me laugh so much. <laughs> I start rapping, uh, I forget how it leads up, but I went like this. Boy, I got so many bitches like I'm Sean Batty. (laughs) (laughs) It just came to me. Which is Sean Puff Batty. Sean Puff Batty. Who was in the audience. I don't even know if he heard you say that. He said he heard his name, but he didn't know what I was saying. (laughs) Yeah, but I was like, (laughs) (laughs) So I said that, and I I messed me up for a second because I just started laughing. So I'm like, why did I say that? And I forgot the next line was. But then, like, it it just messed me up for a second. So I thought that was funny. That was amazing. I also think I put Pop's Mal name into the rap. I think you did as well. Uh, Oh, it goes, like, on the bridge. uh, It goes... uh, Something, nothing bad. Don't worry, Dad, if you're listening. That's a good rhyme. It's yeah. just, I meant, there's a part where I say someone's name, but I just said Pops Mallon. So, <laughs> by the way, go to Twitter and follow at Pops Mallon. Uh, so, yes. so, yeah, so that was the performance. I marked it. Put, yeah. so, I think I even put my gold spinning chain on your head. Mm-hmm. I seem to do that after every performance. Definitely. And how did you rate my performance? I gave it a solid seven. Oh, okay, seven and a half for the Sean Batty yeah. shout out, which is really good. I think for me is that I've loved so many of your other performances way more that this one was like, it didn't have the preamble. So we just took a uh, short break to order some dinner as, yes. you know, it's getting late. Mm-hmm. Podcast and we're not going to be making dinner tonight. We're going to 
we order some Swiss Chalet, and then maybe we can hopefully watch some uh, Amazing Race afterwards. Yeah. Who are you rooting for in the Amazing Race? Yeah, animals. Uh, yeah, it's down to them. The uh, bitchy Carlson. Carlson and the old guy who we like. Yes. And then the bitchy couple, and then the stupid cowboy girls. Oh. So that's for anyone watching yeah. Amazing Race. We're going for the Afghanimals and or Carlson and Old Man Number Two. Yes. Even though his name's not Carlson, he just looks like. Uh, I think his Eric name Carlson. is Doug. So I think we were talking my performance. So yes. that ends. Uh, the next guy goes up. Only two of us had signed up. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, my my night's done. I'm gonna continue to get even drunker now. I don't have to go up and rap in front of people. Yeah. Uh, it was great. No one was going up, so the next people went up was our good friend Danny. Yeah. Who went up with one of his friends, and he did. It ain't no fun if the homie oh, can't yeah. have none. So I was proud of him because yeah. he's always wanted to go up. Yeah. And he had never done it, so he went up oh. and did that. Yeah. So he was really good. I like that. He was so good. He ended up going up again later on by himself. Really? Yeah, he did two songs. First one with his friend, and another one by himself. I don't even remember either of the times he went up. <laughs> Uh, right. So that happened. And maybe then, I had one too many to maybe. shots. Well, what happened since no one else was going up, we were trying to get people to go up, right? Yeah, I tried to convince Miranda because Miranda actually said, so apparently there was, from the previous time we all went, there was an April Pat, right? That Miranda, Alistair, and Chris were going to go up and perform. And I knew I'd be the only one going up. Okay, so Miranda said she would have learned, like, um, Salt and Pepper, Missy Elliott song, I think, or what was the other one? Uh, International Players Anthem by UGK featuring Outkast. Right? Now, who, what, who, what does UGK stand for? I've asked you this many times. UGK, yeah, under, gun. underground, underground kings. kings. And who's in UGK? Bun, 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 Pimp. 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 Pimp C. There you go. Right. The legendary UGK, Underground Kings, Bun B and Pimp C. K. So then I tried to convince Miranda to go perform. Then she's like, no. And then I was like, Lil, let's go up and do next episode. Lil and I used to sing this all the time in high school. And now. And I'm like, okay, I pre- feel pretty confident that if we're ever going to perform, this is the day we're going to do it. Because it's like, like... A third of the people in the crowd were 20 of our closest friends. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm already wasted. I don't care what the hell anyone says to me. Right? Besides which, I was like, nobody else is performing, so let's just do it. And did you guys do it? No. No. So, so then what ended up happening? I convinced you to bring back legendary 11 out of 10 performance N-Words in Paris. N-Words in Paris. I was like, oh, no, I can't do it. You know, I don't. I haven't practiced in a while. Mm-hmm. And then what did you say you would do? I would come up and do it with you. What? <laughs> so we proceeded to go downstairs for a minute, practice yeah. a little bit. Did we? Uh, I don't know if you did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how drunk was I? <laughs> we went down to the secret stairs to the secret bathroom area. Yeah. And I practiced. You were just standing next to me. I have no knowledge of that. I genuinely thought we signed up and ran on stage. <laughs> so. so we went up on stage. And tell me your experience, from, if you remember anything now. No, I actually do remember performing with you. I think for me, because we always rap in the car together, and we always have like our designated parts, that it was like such an adrenaline rush to be up there. And it was like super cool. I think I wouldn't do it if I was clearly more sober. Yeah. Um, and I probably wouldn't do it if there was, like, a ton of people, like, wanting to perform. 
Um, but yeah, like going up there, it was like really, really cool to go with you and just do like, I guess it's all Jay-Z's parts. Yeah. So I, I was, I started off doing Jay-Z's part. Yeah. You threw in the word when you knew one. Yeah. And then you killed it when we did like Kanye West's part, yeah. right? So <laughs> should we see if we can do some right now? Yeah. Um, will sound extra gangster. Let me see. How does it go? She said, yeah, can we get married at the mall? I said, meet me in the bathroom stall. Show me why you deserve to have it all. And now I forget what the next thing <laughs> is. Balsa so hot. hot. That's your crate. That's your crate. Ain't it? Jay? Balsa <laughs> hard. What she ordered? What she ordered? Fish fillet. Balsa hard. Your whip so cold. Whip so cold. This, this whole thing. Balsa hard. Act like you ever been around motherfuckers like this, this again. again. Bougie, Bougie girl. Grab your hand. Fuck that bitch. Don't want to dance. Excuse my French one. I'm in France. Oh! I think I got excited when <laughs> yeah. we did France as well. I'm just saying, Prince Williams ain't do it right if you ask me. Because I was him, I woulda. Mary Kate and Ashley. What's Gucci, man? But anyway. <laughs> First of all, I'm going to say I was very happy neither one of us dropped an end bomb No, I was concentrating on you, what you were going to say extremely hard, though. I was like, what's he going? What's he saying? <laughs> like, yeah. just trying to mouth exactly what you were doing. Yeah. So anyway, that went really well, and I yeah. think we solidified ourselves as probably the coolest couple ever. Hands for, down. I don't see any other couples doing that shit. No way. First of all, there ain't no couples rapping on stage. Ain't no couples doing a joint podcast. I know. Ain't nobody fucking with this. <laughs> Legit. So maybe now this is a good time to bring up the five years. It is, but I was going to say, can anybody else do this? I am on a 24. Hour. Champagne. Diet. Spilling while I'm. Chippin'. I encourage you to. Try it. I'm probably just saying it because I don't have to buy it. The club owner supplies it. Boy, I'm on that. Flash it. I am. What everybody in my past don't want me to be. That's right. I made it. I'm the motherfucking man. I'm running on EI. Ah, ah, I'm on my business shit. Movie flow. On records, I'm Captain Hook and my new car is. Rufio. There you go. <laughs> There's our little freestyle Friday or whatever you want to say. But yes, yeah, so what do we what do we just celebrate? So on April twenty eighth was five years to the night where John and I started going out. Oh. So if you guys are really interested how we got together, there is six hours worth of podcast. <laughs> Go back the very first three episodes, relationships yeah. part one, two, and three. Yeah, so you we... don't get this good at chemistry without having three podcasts dedicated no. to the, your narcissistic way of getting together. <laughs> Yeah, so... What so... Happened? I thought you were doing a harmony. <laughs> so... so oh. <laughs> I'm so... Hi. I'm never coming. Down. Just met a... Girl. Said she from the... H-Town. I said my name is... Drizzy. Ain't nobody... Realer. Cup inside a cup smoking. Ghost, ghost face killer. Kid. Got these poppers going. Crazy. Girl, I'm the... Man. Sent your girl a letter. Tell her see her when I can. She sent me one back. But I ain't never read it. Cause pussy's only pussy I and I get it when I need it. <laughs> <laughs> see, like that's five years of chemistry right there. And that's also two old Drake songs we were just freestyling to. Two, also two old Drake songs that John used to sing all the time in bed <laughs> and prove he could freestyle it for me. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'm going to be doing another freestyle today, so... Uh, so five years mm -hmm. celebrating. You guys have already heard the relationships of how we got to there. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, what was the point of this? Whole so thing? I changed. I got up really early that day for whatever reason, and I was like, I don't change my statuses pretty often on Facebook, right. and we don't really celebrate any big anniversaries. Like we're, we do sometimes. We're another reason why we're cool is because we're not like mushy people. Like, oh, no. I love you on Facebook, or it's like, yeah. oh, hey boo, hey boo. <laughs> right. I live in boo. boo. <laughs> so I was just like, okay. Oh, shit. We didn't tell so many stories. Um, so either way. So I was like, okay, we'll change our face. My, I'll change my Facebook status to just to be like something like, hey. Actually, I don't even know what the hell I wrote. It was like, today, five years ago, I went, um, my best, one of my best friends asked me out to a sounds concert and dinner in Little Italy. Best decision ever. Um, happy five at John Mellon pancakes. Yeah. Right? And then... So you wrote that, yeah. and as I try to find my status, how many likes? I think I had like 70 likes on it, which was clearly bizarre as people were coming out of the woodwork. I had like phone calls. It was as really? if, like, well, like Ferris like texted me, Miranda called me. Like people were like, Ferris was so adorable. She's like, Val, as a child of divorce, you and John give me hope. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, that's really nice. So. so you got that. Mm. I thought that was really funny. Mm. Um, I do a lot of I do a lot of statuses, but mine are always funny ones. Yeah. Like let me let me do this one. I said, "Congrats to my umbrella for setting a new record by lasting exactly four minutes for exploding outside." <laughs> yeah, I got ten likes for that. But anyways, I wrote my status, and I was just I wrote something to the same degree as yours, but I made it like kind of funny. Mm -hmm. And then I got eight likes. <laughs> to your so I was just like, later on in the day, I wrote a joke saying, uh, congr or I wrote, Val's 70 likes to my eight likes proves that she puts the power into power couple. Yeah. And that only got like four likes. I was like, come on. That was a funny one. <laughs> so. The other funny thing is apparently all my statuses cater to women because if you look at any of my likes, uh, ninety percent of them are all just women liking my Facebook. So status. maybe that's what it is. Like men everywhere are angry that <laughs> you. That I got this. Yeah. As in you. Oh, I was like your glasses. No. Or like, so. <laughs> so so yeah, that was just funny. So and that was fun. So that was five years. We uh, we went to the keg. Went to the keg because we used to spend a lot of time at the keg together. Either when we were angry or good things happened. Exactly. So we did that. Uh, we got each. We got a uh, baseball game. We're going to be going yeah. to. You got me a treasure chest of the best candies in the yeah, world. Yeah, and yeah, I got you got me nice, digestive cookies. Yeah, and some nice little flowers. Yeah. So that's what I like about us too is we don't need to go over the top, and you don't need like diamonds from you know uh, Chad Bears. Michael or whoever. <laughs> Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. <laughs> so so that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I was gonna say we went out for dinner with Natalie. Oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Natalie from many podcasts we've talked about her. Mm -hmm. She's close personal dear friends with Pops Malin. Definitely. And Which is actually really crazy though, because I remember when we talked about going out for dinner with her in like February. Yeah, now it is May. May. And so we ended up meeting her lovely boyfriend, Simon. Simon. And so we went actually I remember when she came down with your dad, and they, she, everybody always wants to see the wall of cheese and Loblaws, except yeah. for maybe you and your dad. Fuck cheese. <laughs> right? And so we took her there, and we were trying to figure out where to go for dinner. 
And I was like, oh, if you want, like, Greek, Spanish food, Italian, etc. She's like, oh, my God, I would love to go out for Greek food. And I was like, oh, my God, they like cheese on fire. And your dad looked like I was just about to stab him in the kidneys when yeah. I said cheese. Jeez. And so he's like, no, right? And so this time I gave her, like, five options. And I was like, where do you want to go? And I was glad she picked somewhere on the Danforth where she could get Greek food because I wanted to take her there last time. So we went to Christina's on the Danforth, which was really nice. And there was, like, a really funny point where it was, like, we were all in, like, a really deep conversation, and there was this, like, belly dancer freaking out behind us. Right? She was, like, right at, like, trying to get my attention. She was totally trying to get your attention. But the most awkward part was, (laughs) I don't know if you noticed it, was there was a mirror in front of, like, behind Simon and Natalie, and all you could see was, like, your head awkwardly, like, didn't know what to do, yeah. and then her, like, boobs, right, like, <laughs> like gyrating on, or I guess boobs would gyrate, like, bobbing up and down in front of you, yeah. or, like, behind your head, so I was like, I didn't know where to look, she could clearly see my facial expression laughing, so it was just funny. Yeah, that, no, I mean, You did I, a commendable job. I thought it was the awkward part, was when I, when people do that, I start, like, dancing, I start, like, shaking my shoulder. <laughs> so even yesterday, we went to the Jays game. Game, and there's like this weird old usher guy with like a blue, oh my god, yeah. a blue uh, goatee, and like stickers on his stickers face. on his face. And then we were coming back from like uh, getting food, and he's like dancing the song, like dancing to us. And so <laughs> no, I, he wasn't letting me pass. So yeah. I didn't know what to do. So we both just kind of danced with them, and, like shook so our weird. asses and shit. It was so weird. It's like the six-year-old man with like a blue facial <laughs> hair. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> Why does this stuff it. always happen? I don't to know. Us? It's so weird. <laughs> so dinner was a lot of fun so shout out to natalie and simon yeah. thank you very much for a lovely evening. that was a lovely dinner hope you guys made it out mm-hmm. uh made it back to ottawa safely that day Definitely. now i want to talk about uh a lot of build up from season four to right now was yeah. what's something you just learned to do violin and what is something you did last weekend violin recital so before we get into that i want to take a quick break and uh, i want to try as we were just doing all this wrapping a new freestyle what? I want freestyle. Oh, okay. So let's. You gotta think of a subject, and we'll do that. Yo, John's freestyle. Yo, 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 yo. So. Are you gonna do the music? I am gonna do the music. So I'm gonna cue up music. Think of a topic you want me to do. Okay. Uh, so I what I'm gonna do is again I'm gonna get some instrumental beats because how, how are you gonna freestyle without an actual legitimate beat? Right. So hold on a second. Let me cue those up. Getting the timer ready. You're going to get the timer ready. Do you have a subject? So based on our experience yesterday at the baseball game, I'm the topic for today's freestyle will be pitcher. Okay, tell me when to stop. Okay. And stop. Okay. So pitcher, like baseball pitcher, right, is the topic. Okay, so let me just tell you what beat we chose. You chose Clap Back by Ja Rule. So this is going to be really gangster, really gutter. And I just want to say gutter like, like, like ghetto. Oh, okay. It's a ghetto song. Okay. I just, if you hear me say the word dick, how about this? No, is it, you can't say the word dick. No, but how about, as long as it's not about my dick. If I just say dick, like use a dick. No. Okay. But Any other word? Season five was the true testament of freestyle was that you couldn't say dick and going back to episode one, the premiere, you can't say balls either. What if I'm like the balls in your court? You can say And then that. the balls in your mouth, bitch. Okay, here, no. I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta save it. No. I gotta save it. Okay. Okay, you ready? Maybe on the finale we'll let you say dick and balls. Okay. Okay. Let's Tell see. me when I start. 
once you hear me rap into the songs, I gotta kind of warm up to this. Here we go. Shout out to uh, Ja Rule, just got out of prison not too long ago. What up? I see you out there. Irv Gotti, Black Ta, Ashante. These are all people from Murder Inc. Okay, so we're gonna rap about pitchers. Let's see. Okay, so we're rapping about baseball pitchers in the big league, big time. You know what we're gonna do? Throw the ball, fastball, 95 miles per hour, and we'll see if you got the power to knock it out the damn stadium. And then we're gonna go to the Palladium and see more people doing what they do. You know what, man? I ain't gonna stop because I got up to the batter's box and I knocked the ball because it wasn't thrown that good. So I hit it real fucking hard. And then I said, bitch, let me get into the stands. And here we go now, here we go now. Slow it down while I keep on going now. I put a frown on your face because I'm a big disgrace because my balls hit really far. <laughs> my balls just ripped me up. <laughs> I was talking about baseballs. <laughs> Why did you look right at me when you said it? I don't know. Right? That was really good. That was 41 okay. seconds. Thank you. I don't know what I... What, I had it some decent... I kept it on... You did. ...the topic. Usually I don't keep... I, no, I go off topic. No, last time was the topic Subway, and you literally <laughs> said Subway once off the top and never to be spoken of again. This one was go. really good. This one was better. Yeah. I don't know if I should press my luck and do another one or if we should just maybe keep going. I, I think we should keep going. Okay. So do you want to talk about your violin recital? Uh, I'm just going to go blow my nose real quick. But you uh, keep... No. Okay. Keep going. No. I think I'll pee. <laughs> okay. So last Saturday was your big violin recital. Okay. So I remember when my teacher pitched doing this. And I was like, okay, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. And then I went, a week had passed, and I was like, I spoke to you, and I'm like, you know what? I want to do this violin recital. I think it'll be, like, a pretty good opportunity. I get to be, like, proud of something I've, like, worked hard to do. And my teacher was always really impressed with the fact that I would, like, work, like, long hours and, like, have, like, a pretty bu busy schedule but still commit to doing this. And I always felt, like, really bad if I hadn't practiced long enough. So I was, like, really excited. Come the day of... Right? I have never been more nervous to do Scared something in my jealous. life. Like, I was like, you know what? I don't have to go do this. I really don't have to see this teacher ever again. I'm right? trying to think of the over or under how many times you try to get out of it. It was damn near a hundred different ways you tried yeah, to get like, out of it. Yeah, like, it, like, no shit of a lie. Like, I, I said to you, because you're like, just think about it like HHK. I'm like, can I go wasted yeah. on stage to this church? I was like, I give and you some like, tequila shots beforehand if you want. <laughs> the worst part was, was that it wasn't like right in the morning. So I had like all morning and afternoon to like make me nervous. Yeah. Right. And then it was like, okay, so violin recital with well, six and eight year olds is yeah. what I thought. Before that though, you you did like I, a mock recital in front of some of your friends at work, Oh right? my God. I did a mock recital at some of my friends at work, which is exactly the sentence you just said. Um, <laughs> See, and, I, you see how these things happen? Remember where I'm just like... You know, uh, movie making. It's about making movies. It's easy to do. It's not that hard. So next time you make fun of me. <laughs> so either way, I practiced. I kept my violin at work. The night before, um, so the Thursday evening, I practiced with my teacher with for one of my colleagues, Owen. And he was, like, super impressed. It sounded great. I was really excited. The next day, Friday afternoon, I'm playing for six of my friends in my department. We go into one of my um, boss's offices because it was vacant. 
I played for them. I have never, like, sucked so hard. It was, like, the worst I'm performance sure it ever. The worst performance no, it ever. was because I fully lied about my violin being, like, un- <laughs> out of tune <laughs> just to get out of it. And I was, like, I was so nervous. And they're like, why are you so nervous? You fully have played in front of, like, all of us before. And I'm like, when I jam with all of them, it's always playing an instrument I've had more than 16 weeks on and something I feel confident about. Like, this is playing, like, conservatory. I was just like, this is the worst idea ever. So Saturday came around, and I was just like, John, it won't make a difference if we don't show up. Like, Mm -hmm. um, if I don't want to, I never have to see this woman again. (laughs) Like, it's up in, like, North York. We can just say, like, the car broke down or something. Yeah, I I just felt bad for you because I'm like, you seem really nervous. But I'm like, I know you can do this. I know you want to do this. It's just nerves getting the best of us. So I was trying to be like, I I was like, okay, let's practice. Let's Mm -hmm. do some warm-ups. And I was reminding you, I'm like, Here's another tech, could be a life tip, but it won't be a life mm-hmm. tip. It's just sometimes you gotta do stuff that scares you, because when mm-hmm. it's done, you did it. And mm-hmm. you, you didn't get hurt, nothing bad happened. Yeah. You conquered a fear, you know? I think so. And then. <laughs> that so, is a valid point. Girl, you know that's a valid point. Ooh. <laughs> so. I never get to bring my sting back. That's true. Right? Well, you gotta make more valid points. I make a ton of valid points. So either way, my teacher said to come anywhere between like 4.45 and 5.30 because I'll probably go on at quarter to six. Mm. And then we got there at like 4.45 to the church. It wasn't, it was like a beautiful sunny day, right? Walked in and there is like 20 little five, four, six-year-old kids with violins in their hands. Yeah, and it it freaked me out. Like it Benjamin, my nephew, has skewed my perception of height on kids. These kids possibly were like four years old, mm. right? Because Ben couldn't have been more than a foot shorter than him, and he's one and a half. Yeah. Right? So these kids were playing their tinier miniature violins in front of me, and they're all tuning up. But they were playing the exact same songs <laughs> I was playing, which was like actually the most like disheartening thing ever and embarrassing. Yeah. And then there are these two little Asian kids, yeah. right, who are twins. And they were kind of like the twins on the following, where one twin had like oh, slick yeah, back hair, true. and then one twin <laughs> had shaggy hair. And I was like, I guess I'll practice over here in the corner near the bathrooms. That frogging little kid came up to me and started playing in front of me. Sized you up. Sized me up and started like fucking smoking me on the violin. I'm like, guy, I will cut you with this bow. Yeah. I was so pissed off. Right? And so... And then... Yes. So angry. So I was like, John, you go to the bathroom. So you're like, watch over my violin. I was like, okay, you go... Come back a couple minutes later. They have like this big look at the feet on your face. I was like, "What's wrong?" You're like, there's no window in there. I couldn't escape. <laughs> You're fully gonna like, like jump out the window and try and go sit in the car. I was so nervous, and now this kid was like freaking me out and all in my head. It was so horrible. Yeah, but I was like, "Don't worry." Didn't your teacher say you're like number seven or eight or something? I'm like, "You'll go up. You'll yeah. do it. We can go." We go look at the list, see what number you are, and there's what like. 50 people 50 perform? performing. And what number were you? 46. <laughs> so you had to wait all day all and watch day. 45 different five, six-year-old kids. Play, like, songs called Hot Pop Pop. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. like... Pop <laughs> Pop. Right? Which is the worst. But the funny part was, was that my teacher, because it was actually five different teachers from the academy um, with, like, 20-some-odd students apiece, and they were all, like, six to eight-year-olds with the exception of, like, right at the end, they put all like all of two older students later, right? Mm-hmm. And me being one of them. And so my teacher said that at some point there's going to be a ba- gap of time where she can come and practice with me because we hadn't practiced together in like 
four days yeah. at that point. So I was like, okay, that's great. And so I went and I took off um, to go practice by myself in a room for a bit. And I felt bad. You're such a trooper. You sat there and listened to like another 30 people perform. Oh, it started to be fun because after you left, I was just on my phone. But it was crazy. So this big group, this big family came and sat in front of me. And the grandmother looked exactly like uh, Paula Dean, Okay. The crazy racist cook or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, had this big tossed, teased hair. And she looked, she's like, oh, child, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, that's okay. I'm like, you do realize I'll take a picture of you later and show it to people. That it's is like amazing. So there was that. There's one guy who was leaving with his family. He was like, shh, quiet kids. And he ran and like tripped and fell over. Really? The, remember that guy? He was like, oh, come on, we're leaving yeah. quiet kids. And he fucking flipped over. <laughs> so that was funny. Uh, I the, felt bad. Okay, so when I came back though, I think the Paula Dean parents yeah. were that kid who ended up playing like a 20 minute fucking rendition of uh, Tears fuck in Heaven that kid. on saxophone. Who knew that song was so effing long? Yeah. Right? And there's nothing worse than hearing a rock song become classical. So then he did that. And then he did a, like a 20-minute rendition of that wedding song. Glenn Miller in the mood. Like, it was impressive, but like legit. You did not hear to play like the 30-minute version of it. Stop. So then my teacher came up to me and she's like, Hey, Val. Go come into this room. We're gonna go practice. I get into this room, and there are like two other like actual professional violin players in there. And I'm like, "What the shit is How this?" How old are they? They're probably like twelve. <laughs> and so I was like, "This is ridiculous." So they're like sizing me up, and I felt so compelled that whole day to be like, "I swear to God, I'm a real musician. Like, don't judge me." Kind of thing. As I'm fully judging you, judging me. And so she's like, "Oh, what song are you playing?" And I'm like, "Spring song." <laughs> and so. I was like, I literally played one note with my teacher and she ran out of the room yeah. to come back into the church. <laughs> oh, that's someone knocking. Is that somebody at the door? Sorry, that was like complete chaos as I was sitting here. And yeah. I, I heard someone lightly knock at the door as no, I switched out away. And, um, he didn't buzz in though. No, he did not buzz in. It's like snuck in. So sorry, I, I uh, distracted you there. Oh no, so literally it was just like, I'm practicing by myself, I'm all nervous, my violin's not in tune to my knowledge, or it might be, and then the woman's like, hey, you're on now, and I was like, what? Right? Haven't practiced at all with my teacher, like super nervous. I just right? want to say, before you went on, though, uh, luckily, what I realized was you were, you were definitely not the oldest person there. Yeah. Because right before you went on, they're like, okay, next up, we have Klaus, who will be <laughs> playing the uh, accordion. Yeah. It's like, oh, brother, what little kid's going to do this? And it turned out to be, like, some 40-year-old dude, all in black, with, like, old glasses, with a big, like, like pedophile mustache. Yeah. Like, My name's Klaus. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go play some uh, accordion right now. Y'all sit there and fucking listen. He looked like a crazy man, and he played like seven minutes of accordion, like. <laughs> not like good accordion. No, not like Weird Al Yankovic accordion. So I'm like. Or Counting well, Crows accordion. No, I didn't know they had accordion. That's why I got the melodica. Miranda got me it. Oh, yeah. the more you learn. I've learned two things about you today. What was the first thing? I forget, but I remember saying <laughs> I learned it was something to do so, with living together. Oh. Okay. Oh, was, I don't remember. Okay. But so, anyways, I'm like, oh, well, at least you weren't the oldest, and at least this guy sucks. So you had like a good lead in. Yeah. So. so I went up, and like I was so nervous, and I was actually equally nervous. I'm like, oh my god, I wonder if this woman who's like introducing everyone said my name right. I get on stage, my teacher's like, okay, Val, she's like, give me an A. So she turn tunes her violin, then she tunes mine, 
And then she, she puts up, I put up my sheet music, and we agreed to do the spring song first and then the Russian song. She puts up her sheet music, and do we not start playing opposite songs? I start playing spring song, she's fucking on Russian song, and I am, like, about to cry. I just want to get through this, right? Then she finally jumps in. Thank God she masked it somehow. But we ended up playing spring song, and I think it went pretty went pretty well. I ended up after, so I did that, then we did the Russian song, Finished that one. And my teacher, we practiced this like 14 times. She's like, make sure you bow Mm -hmm. at the end of your performance. And I was like, F this. I saw you. And you were like applauding and like screaming and stuff. And you liked it. And so I just shimmied off stage. (laughs) Right? Because I was like in a very Val-oriented way. Um, I was just like, get me the fuck out of here. I'm done now. (laughs) But then. I just want to say, from my perspective, oh, okay, uh, definitely all the practicing I heard you do, yeah. that day you stepped your game up, and it was the two best times I heard you play both those Thank songs. You. Uh, I'm going to say this, out of the 50 different performers, you're the only one who got a standing ovation from everybody in the crowd that day. <laughs> all 10 of you? Uh, yeah, it, well, it was kind of funny, because it was packed at the start, but all the kids and their parents started leaving after their kids, so yeah. it was like... It was very different from how yeah. I did, like, piano recitals when People I was younger. People didn't leave back then, right? No, they also didn't do it, like, it wasn't through a whole academy. It was, right. like, potentially, like, 20 people, and they, the teacher would, like, mix up, like, the grade level. So it would be, like, two junior, then somebody senior. So, like, you could actually, like, sit and, like, enjoy joy music and then break it up that way. But um, it was definitely awesome. You were fantastic. I didn't you. even notice that your teacher played the wrong song. Yeah. I noticed her f- fiddling with the book, whatever. But yeah. sounded great. You look good up there. Uh, your foot shaking like crazy now. I don't know. worry. You don't have to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> but I think you should be very proud of yourself. I think we well, should all give you a round of applause Yay. for doing it. You guys have been there since the first episode where you played violin. Was that season four? Season Start? four, yeah. So Starting. See, and only... Uh, we 12 episodes. 12 episodes, what, like 14 yeah, weeks? Yeah, 12 episodes and three and weeks break. Three, yeah, so, so it's been like 15 weeks of yeah. you playing violin. You're already on stage in front of, you know, blowing the socks off a bunch of six-year-olds. <laughs> and some old 40-year-old guy named Klaus. <laughs> so no, it was really good. And then true to form, I felt compelled to prove that I was a musician to these people. But also that um, anywhere there's a huge grand piano, only because I've, I never get to play like a real grand piano or for that point like an upright piano because we have a digital piano I wanted to play it and so we get up there and my teacher has actually never heard me play any other instrument either I went and I did like Counting Crows, um, Ben's Fold and some I don't remember Jeff Buckley or something but either way she was like whoa that was amazing you should be an accompaniment person and I was like yeah 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 that's right bitch I can play shit (laughs) you play everything you're very impressive right now I'm looking at here we're in the music room these are the instruments you play Uh, acoustic guitar electric guitar bass piano Drums, ukulele, shakers, uh, what's that thing? The Melodica. Melodica. Uh, xylophone. Xylophone. Violin. Violin. <laughs> yeah, the list keeps going and going. No, I actually like it. Harmonica. <laughs> Everyone, was, sorry. Everyone was really Yo-go. impressed when I got to work and like definitely in the Val Corner. And I must commend you. Um, you were the only one in my family who paid $25 to sit through two and a half hours worth of kids playing violin and accordion and piano. So maybe a good way to pay it forward is by donating $25 <laughs> to the PayPal account. Are you saying that to me? Well, well yeah. I paid $25 for your violin recital. So, anyway. Or you just buy the, the next round of burgers or oh, something. Oh, okay. 
I think I bought dinner that night. So you bought Callie's. Yeah, go to go to hell. <laughs> I paid twenty five dollars. No, you did it. Yeah. And I bought Callie's. Yeah. And Hero fries. <laughs> and I paid for the car. What you want for me? No, you didn't pay for the car. Not we split yet. that. We split that shit. <laughs> you can't see the guys. This might be the last this podcast. This might be the last one. <laughs> California sandwich. A twenty-five dollar Russian up. recital. It'll break up this five-year relationship. No, you're fantastic, and Thank I would pay you. another twenty-five dollars to go see you. We're before. gonna hope we don't have to. Yeah, but I think that's a good place to stop it, as we have Swiss Chalet. Wait, can we do an episodic for next week's? Yeah, and also, just before we do that, I just want to say today is Mother's Day. So happy, happy to Mother's Day to my lovely mother, your lovely mother, mm-hmm. and all the moms out there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many moms listen to this podcast. I know we're big with dads and bikers, so. Really? Uh, well, I know dads like them. What, where did you get, like, Sons of Anarchy? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was trying okay. to make a joke. But okay. shout out to my mom, who's been on the podcast, and mm-hmm. your lovely mom. Mm-hmm. Who, who doesn't understand what a podcast no, is. No, I, I don't think mine, mine does either. <laughs> but uh, And all the other moms out there. Totally. Uh, uh, so thank you for uh, doing you. Cool. On the next episode of Live at 6.05. Go for it. Oh, my gosh. So next week's episode, we'll tease. Um, we had some visitors from out of town yeah. hanging out with us. It was a birthday week. It yeah. was a hockey week. Yeah. It was a girly dinner. Girly dinner. Girly dinner. Baseball week. Baseball week. And possibly I'll tell you what I did on Thursday, but maybe not. What did you do on Thursday? No, this upcoming Thursday. Oh. Maybe I'll woo. tell you. Maybe I won't. So we'll okay. see. It depends. But, yeah, that's all uh, coming up for uh, next week. Nice. And as always, if you make it this far into the podcast, I like to reward you guys with the band of the week. And usually I do a big spiel about my band of the week. But since Val's setting up dinner, I am just going to uh, spit this out quickly because I am hungry. So shout out to my friend, our good, dear, dear friend of the podcast, Matt in Ottawa, for telling me about this band called Future Islands. They're really awesome. They just finished playing on Jimmy Kimmel last week. And they make fun kind of dance, pop, rock music, really catchy. I'm sure you've heard their big songs called Seasons, Brackets Waiting on You. But I just discovered the song I really like by them. It's called Dubs. And it's really bouncy. It'll get you going. If you're in a bad mood, it'll cheer you up. Great for uh, Tuesday morning as you're listening to this. Or it could be a Friday from two years from now. Who knows when you're listening to this. But the song of the week by the band of the week is Dubs by Future Island. So give it a listen. Let me know what you think. And like I said, facebook.com slash live605 is the way to get in contact with us. Pictures, videos, all kind of craziness is on there. You know, like it, talk to us, tell me what you think. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Malencamp, Val's Val Gomez 23 with a Z. Find us on uh, Instagram and Vine with the same accounts. And www.live605.podomatic.com. Uh, you can listen there and donate the PayPal account. So I'm going to get some chicken. So until next week... I'm your podcaster, John. Be easy, y'all.